good morning and welcome to Being the Change Now. Good morning, Sherry. Good morning, Ashwini. So our focus this week is practicing attention on awareness, being in the mind of meditation as we engage in a simple, mechanical, repetitive task, experimenting with changes in duration and in intensity and location. So here's our first caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? First caller. I guess Mm. I can hear it. Can you hear somebody? Yeah, I can hear somebody there. But they can't hear us. So let's bring on our next caller. All right. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Kate. Hello, Kate. How are you? <laughs> Good. I, I'm going to tell you this, even though it's one of those things that I think when I say this, uh, I, I wonder if people think, she's just making that up. I, was, uh, I actually thought about you in meditation this morning and, and wondered if we had lost you. <laughs> oh, no, you had not lost me. I've been very close. Very good. (laughs) Very good. We just haven't heard from you. Yes, you just hadn't heard from me. I've been been there, but I haven't always been able to get in the queue for various reasons. But here I am. Yeah, here you are. What are you seeing? Oh, I'm seeing how um, the simple mechanical thing I've been practicing awareness in is uh, I'm just starting a training program for a, a big backpacking adventure I'm doing way later on in the year. And uh-huh. so the, sim- the simple mechanical thing is just uh, doing my workouts for it, which are very simple um, interval workouts and uh-huh. one thing at a time. And how, you know, before I start, ego is just whining and complaining and <laughs> like about how hard it is. But once I turn uh-huh. my once I turn my attention to the awareness, that all drops away, and it's like where I you know where where are my feet? Oh, you know, look at that. Oh, look at when I uh, you know push myself harder. Look at look at how that changes how my stride is, and um, mm-hmm. you know, it just I get lost in the flow of it. Yes, and of course, the fascinating part about that is. Uh, how we are trained to believe that the ego has a body, <laughs> right? And that that body is our body. Oh, and man, that's hard. such a good one. Yeah, as if it's hard on ego that you're doing this thing with your body. How is that hard for ego? <laughs> it's laughable. It really is as soon as we see it. Yeah. Oh, but before yeah. that, we really believe, oh, God, I don't want to. It's too hard. I don't feel like it. I didn't sleep well last night. I'm so mm-hmm. tired. I could. And that has nothing to do with the body. Mm-hmm. Right. And how it, like, mm-hmm. throws, it's such, such a, I mean, we could stop talking right there. It's so great to see that. Um, mm-hmm. Because it is. It's true. I think, I think. Until you said that, I think I'm just stuck to that notion that e- ego's body is my body. That's right. 
That's right. And that everything that it reports is, is its experience. And what you've now experienced is actually it's awareness's body. Mm. And awareness is what you are. And awareness is really, I mean, it, it's silly to say this because, uh, you know, I suppose it's not really true, but it does seem really excited about everything. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wants to do this. Oh, yeah, let's see, let's see. And, of course, what we're looking for is what sees. Mm. That's the experience that we're going for, and that's the one you're describing, although, of course, we're not supposed to be able to realize that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, well, it's great to hear from you. Great to hear from you guys. Yep, we'll do All right, take care. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Kate. Bye-bye. Here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Oh. Hi. Can you hear me? This is Vanessa. Hi, Vanessa. <laughs> Hi. So Vanessa and Corrales. And, um, yeah, I guess um, what I've been watching is um, last week I was, I was really excited to share about walking because I walk all the time. And um, I, it's so funny because ego came in with a lot of like speed questions like I should find out if I'm walking the right speed which I just thought was kind of funny Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) yes as if it cares right (laughs) yes and it and 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 we get really quickly right Vanessa that the question the doubt the it's just a way to get your attention it's got nothing to do with the content the process is simply okay if you're wondering about how fast you need to walk you're not going to be paying attention to walking. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And after a while, we cease to be surprised by the fact that it always asks a question, right? Because we're, since we're itsy-bitsy, we're trained to, to uh, produce an answer. Yes. Not go, wait a second. <laughs> What's really going on here? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the other, the other thing that was just really getting, getting me was um, um, this, this anxiety when I would put myself in the queue and um, I was kind of doing it kind of over and over again, um, you know, I, I and not getting called on, which is totally fine. Um, and every time I was like, I was so anxious, like feeling like I needed to prepare, but if I didn't prepare, then would I know what to talk about? Would I, it was just, it got to be ridiculous. Mm, yes, exactly. Because I think what you're pointing to is whether you're walking or whether you're working on a, a repetitive task or you're in the queue and not getting called on or you're attempting to get in the queue and getting called, regardless of whether you get called on or not, what is true is there's a conversation. Right. And it feels like you, but it isn't, right? What you get to see is ridiculous is that it's, it's believable if you attend to it. And really, when you're here, it is absurd. It is. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm projecting that you're seeing that, 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 that you're seeing the conversation for what it is, which is, what, which is where the absurdity is. I do, and I realize I'm still really caught up in it because I'm worried. 
I'm worried, um, that I'm going to be um, caught off guard. Like, I want to participate, but then I'm worried that I won't know what to say when it's, and it's my turn. That's right. So if I may, Vanessa, right, this is the, the place in practice where we do things like uh, make it uh, about ego and not about you, so you disidentify from the conversation, right? So instead of saying that I'm anxious and I won't know what to say, we could say ego is anxious or it is anxious and it thinks it doesn't know, it won't know what to say and it is worried as a way to really be clear about what's going on where, right? Right. that that's how we move from seeing through conditioned mind where it's all about me and I am identified with me of ego to all about it and I'm simply watching it do what it does. Right. And so I disidentify from anxiety because I'm not anxious. Clearly something is talking about anxiety, but it's not me. Huh. Yeah. I'm going to probably have to sit with that one a little bit longer. Yes, yes, we do, right? Because that's the Mm -hmm. simplest and the most fundamental movement we learn to make in practice with attention. Recognizing I'm looking through it when I hear the conversation and redirecting attention to awareness, which is what we're practicing over over the week, so I can see it rather than be it. And be, be it meaning be ego. Right. All right. Well, Thank you. It's big. So, yes, listen to the, listen to the recording and, and keep us posted. Okay, thank you. Thanks, Vanessa. So, Ashwini, uh, I was just looking at that uh, sort of, it's what makes us religious. Mm. So there's Vanessa in the queue, and, um, and she she's wants to participate. She's not getting called on. She's not getting unmuted. And there's all this stuff going on, right? There's all this stuff. And the, and the conversation is there and what it and all that stuff. And and it's a workshop. Mm-hmm. And Vanessa's right there in the workshop and she's seeing all this stuff, mm-hmm. right? And then at just the perfect time, she gets unmuted. <laughs> yes. Right? <laughs> yes, it's just go, lovely. Huh, how does that work? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. All right, here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? This is Jeff from Ohio. Hey, Jeff. Hey. I've been wondering about you, too. He's wondering about me. So the first part is I've been doing well. Um, good, good. And then, you know, we got to the walking meditation, the working meditation, and I thought, well, you can't really talk about that because you don't walk much anymore. And then I realized I've been paying attention to every step I take now. That uh-huh. I figured out I've got about a little less than 2,000 a day, which is not very many. Um, and so when each step, you know, whenever I leave a room, I have to decide, okay, have I got everything I need from this room before I go to the other room? And so uh-huh. I've been you know, paying attention to everything. I mean, that's, and it's gotten me through it. Because if I'm not paying attention and being present, I can find a really dark place to go to, you know. Oh, yeah. Oh, which is what we were just talking about, right? Ego is happy to drag you there. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. And and that is so that is so interesting because uh, again, you know, what what makes us religious, you, it, it, nobody would ask for this to happen to them to lose yeah. their ability to walk. Nobody, nobody in yeah. their right mind would ever yeah. want that to happen. And yet it has given you an in to practicing awareness, to slowing down, to paying attention, to being present, that you would never, we guess, have had yeah. if you had been able to just jump up and race around like you've done in the earlier part of your life. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just... It's just been amazing, and, you know, on top of the, well, other stuff going on as well, but it's like, you know, I'm just appreciating every moment more and more. Yes, and, and every step. Every step, yeah. Right, that, that, yeah. that, the, body, that the body does it. And it's, it, again, what we were just talking about, the, the, what the body can do and will do and wants to do is fine with doing versus ego's opinion about the body and what it can do and wants to do and how it feels those are they they just they actually have nothing to do with one another but they certainly get conflated yeah yep so it's been Mm -hmm. lots of lessons it's been good and uh good but yeah i've been i've met a lot of peace a lot of joy and gratitude i love that it's all That's good. That's what we're going for, huh? Yep. We sure all are. All right. All right. Well, good. All right. Thank you, Jeff. Yep. Take care. You too. Thanks, Jeff. And here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Jan in California. Hey, Jan. Hi. Well, I'm just humbled by what everyone, well, for this whole process of what I'm seeing and then what everyone is sharing, mm. I feel like what we're doing <laughs> is bringing, at least in my experience right now, bringing uh, egocentric karmic conditioning to the forefront where it's been hiding out. Mm-hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. In my repetitive, when I'm when I'm working with what our current assignment, what I've noticed is the tiny points in the process of just doing it, that irritation comes up, whether mm-hmm. it's a sensation, and how it becomes, it's a sensation, a thought, and <laughs> and I can be whisked away so quickly or not, mm-hmm. but as I as I practice, there's less chance of it. But boy. Because of that practice, I think, it's coming in everywhere else, not being able to sleep, uh, you know, all kinds of things. So the, the, the battle is on. <laughs> yes. Well, and I, I love the way you phrased that, right, John? Because part of, I mean, we've been practicing for a while, and what we, what we get to is we see the big stuff, right, the really large places in which it can get us. And if the... If, if what we're attempting to experience is all of awareness, then we want to root out all of those places which are not in awareness. And that becomes our practice. And so that's what you're experiencing. All of the places which are not obvious, right, that we don't assume that conditioning is hiding out, the light light is being shone on that. 
And when it is, it reacts the way it does, which is an irritation or upset or whatever it is. And then that gets brought into conscious, compassionate awareness. And that's the process yes. you're describing. It doesn't feel comfortable for it to be exposed no. all the time. <laughs> uh, right? <laughs> it, it really just uh, causes, I, I project the nervous system to feel energetically off because all of these places have been hidden and in, within quotes, balance from an ego perspective. And then suddenly we upend it everywhere. See yeah, it I'm everywhere. so glad you said it Experience that way. Of, yeah, yeah, the, of the nervous system being set off because that's exactly, I hadn't seen it that way, but that's exactly how it feels. Mm -hmm. And that takes me, that takes conditioning to something wrong, yes. pointing to something wrong because of that, that feeling. Mm -hmm. So it's just... It's, it feels miraculous to be seeing. It's like watching a slow motion movie almost mm -hmm. to see it. Um, and it is, as you said, really uncomfortable. But um, because I'm getting to see the areas that I think I have thought in the past are me and they're exposed as not that at all. That's yeah. exactly right. Yes. And so then, we're, as you said, I'm forced to, I'm not forced, but I get to be with it. And when I'm with it, I realize that the only thing that, that is with it is that awareness, aware, which is, which, which in the, initially, it's the disidentification we were talking about with Vanessa. Yes, the experience of having ego exposed is all of this uh, uh, discomfort, and yet what mm -hmm. experiences the discomfort is watching it, right? We get to identify with, okay, despite the discomfort, that's it, this is me, and we get to be with that, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah but I'll tell you, it would, I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure I could be with it in the same way without what we're doing together. I mean, I just don't think it would be possible because I would have fallen for it many, way back. That's so, right. so grateful for <laughs> yes. what everyone, for what we're being asked to do and everyone sharing their experience. So, yeah. 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 Thank you. It's our, it's our sort of uh, thread through the, ca through the cavern, right? Oh, my goodness. Yes. <laughs> Very well, well stated. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Jen. What a marvelous image. Mm. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, we'd be lost <laughs> in those cul-de-sacs somewhere in the, the bowels of... Uh, egocentricity without that thread of, of sangha. Mm, yeah. All right, here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hi, this is Helga in Charleston. Hey, Helga. Hi, what are you <laughs> seeing? So, um, you know, I, um, I cook, so I do a lot of cleaning. Mm. And um, there's, you know, what I've seen over the years um, is just uh, all these conversations in my mind about cleaning and how I shouldn't be cleaning and cleaning up after other people and all the resentments. And the other thing that I've noticed over the years is I come to this place to work and ego always has the exact same conversation. You know, like it's just repetitive all the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's like such an old, incredibly boring story 
um, <laughs> that I've listened to for such a long time. So, um, yeah, yeah. So what I <laughs> what I'm doing right now is, you know, really slowing down the movement, especially when I'm cleaning, because there's like, as I said, there's so much conversation around that, and you know, just really staying with the motions in my body. And when I can do that and just really be present, it is like dancing. Yes. It feels just yes. like it's the same thing. And I love yes. dancing, you know. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But that, that conversation, that ego conversation and conditioned mind is not something you want to dance to. No. Which is what it's counting on. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's like, I mean, that is, I mean, that's the opposite. I mean, I've seen so many yeah. times, you know, I come to, I've come to work, you know, in, in a good mood, in a good spirit, and when I listen to the stories, I get yeah. so miserable every time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which, is which is what's supposed to happen. Yeah, which is yeah. what's supposed to happen because you, what you're experiencing, of course, is ego sucking all that happiness, all that life force out of you, leaving you depleted yeah. and miserable. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so such, you know, it's such a, a stark contrast. Um, oh, you know, really. I mean, well, so it's, it's Helga. like, you know, black and white, night and day. Helga. Helga. Once you see it, it is. Mm. Right? But let's not lose sight of what it takes for us to get to that point of being able to see it. I mean, we have to, mm-hmm. we have to be in awareness as we're going back and forth between those two places, or, you know, you know, we could live a lifetime in that. You know, mm-hmm. oh, life is wonderful, life is great, then I go to... And, of course, we're, we're not supposed to ever consider that, my God, I have this job. Lots of people don't have jobs. Lots of people are going hungry, especially at this time. Mm-hmm. I have this job. Mm-hmm. I have this place to do it. I have these things to do it with. I mean, I imagine it would be really hard to cook for a living if you didn't have the stove, the pots, the pans, the sink, the, all of the things that are necessary to make it easy for you to do that, right? We're never mm-hmm. supposed to think about any of that and how much we mm-hmm. love those things and, and how much they serve us and how much we, we're never supposed to think about that, right? Mm-hmm. Just, yeah, and, and, you know, it's like that conversation that you had, a couple, you know, the couple of conversations before. It's like, you know, I'm able to walk. I have legs, I yes. have hands, I yes. have arms, I yes. have all that. And it's you know all how to cook really, really well, you know, and I yes. never think about that, you know. No, or we're not, not supposed to. Yeah. That's right, we're not yeah. supposed to. And okay. when you do, Helga, when we do think about that, the conversation that we fall into if we're not careful is, yeah, and you never think about that. You are so ungrateful. You have all <laughs> of this and you, right? <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I swear to yeah. God, we're in a program, right? Yeah. So now you just yeah. get to dance. And if people leave things, it's what we were talking about the other day. You know, the kids leave things in the sink. Yay. <laughs> More to dance yeah. with. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, that's all right. a radical departure, that's for sure. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and yet... You know, it, when we think about it in terms of spiritual practice and being, uh, you know, another conversation that people get into is, yeah, but what are you really doing for the world? I mean, isn't, this, isn't what you're doing just completely egocentric? No. 
not if we are in the world dancing. Then we're a joy to be around. We're a pleasure, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. We, we offer mm-hmm. other people the opportunity to have that same experience with us. It's a tremendous mm-hmm. gift. Yeah. 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 People feel loved instead of judged and punished. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. great. Thank you, Helga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks, Helga. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Here's our next caller. You are now live on the air. Would you please introduce yourself? Hey, this is Dan. Hi, Dan. Hey. Uh, I am... I love brushing my teeth. I love brushing my teeth. That's what I'm looking at. <laughs> that your simple, repetitive, mechanical task is brushing your teeth, which you love. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I love each tooth. I, like, I, just, I, just, I just really enjoy it. And um, what's been great about this week is not missing it. Uh-huh. You know, it happens every day, but I'm not always there for it. And so, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's like what a, what, a, what a gift every day, twice a day even. Uh, yeah. and, uh, um, but not if I, you know, not if I'm somewhere else while it's happening. Well, you know, Dan, that's such a wonderful uh, a distinct, a nuance that you're pointing us to. I could say I love walking or I love, I love brushing my teeth, but that's an idea right? It's an abstraction yeah. unless I am there for the thing that I love. And for that, that's, that we don't have what we love, we just say that we do, is an interesting distinction to really pay attention to. Oh, for sure. I was, you know, just uh, on, on the call, I was wondering, you know, there's the number of steps on my pedometer and then there's the number that I noticed. Yeah. Uh, and the number that I noticed is a lot smaller than the number of my pedometer. Yeah. It's what Helga was talking about, that we're so conditioned to ignore what is repetitive and mechanical because it just goes mm. into the realm of, I know how to do that, and it can be done on autopilot, and I don't have to be there for it, but I can have a story about I love this and I hate that. Yep. And we miss it. Yeah. We miss it, which is what you're pointing us to, that there's such a different experience of life if we're there for every tooth. Right, exactly. For each little, like, oh, this is the one with the thing on the gum that I need, you know, just like it's all, you know, like that's what we're doing. And, yeah. and the, um, uh, yeah, it's just been, uh, it's just been good. And then what I, what I notice is that uh, I appreciate the encouragement to start with something sort of common and repetitive, well, repetitive anyway, um, because when I'm doing uncommon, new, challenging things, um, you know, the same experience is possible, but it's not as uh, not as accessible or something. I'm not, you know, yeah. it's not. It's my mind is usually more on just getting it done or figuring it out or you know uh, how am I going to do this or you know it's it's um, mm-hmm. it's there isn't the same sort of uh, kind of sit back and enjoy it. Yeah, feeling the that there is because I'm fully confident about brushing my teeth. I have no doubt uh-huh. about my ability to brush my teeth. <laughs> yeah. So the gradient of, as the gradient of difficulty increases, our practice has to be our pra- we are less practiced, right? And so then right. we start with something uh, uh, simple and then graduate to something more complex. And then we get to have that practice experience of actually just exploring what it might mean to have attention on awareness in complexity. Uh, rather than simplicity, and even to discover whether it is the same. Mm. Mm. Yeah. 
Yeah. I, uh, good question. Is it the same? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that's exactly it. And that, that's exactly it. That's where we get to live, right? Because, yeah, yeah, I love brushing my teeth, but this tooth in this moment is just a different tooth. It's the new tooth in this moment. You know, it's never the same. And can we discover that mm. in simplicity as well? Right. Yeah, yeah there's... Um, yeah. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> Thank you, Tony. That was... That was... There was a lot amazing in that. The, uh-huh. the one, the pointing to the expanded awareness because it's you know, it's not really true that in order to know uh, about walking, I have to have my attention pointed at my feet. Um, my attention can be on awareness, and there's an awareness of walking, and, and then there's awareness of everything else that's in the field of awareness, right, which I imagine we're going to, to get into. And then that last point that, you know, I assume my teeth are the same teeth they've always been, but if anybody's ever been to the dentist, <laughs> we, can, we can get some information that says, actually, they're changing. Uh, and, and we want to be attentive to them so that we can be sensitive to the changes that are happening to them. Yeah. It's just an amazing world. It is. Oh, my God. And ego would have us miss all of it. All of it. And just be in that tedious conversation about what's missing and what's wrong. Yeah, it's it's that it's abstraction, right, Jerry? For me, yes. that 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 it's sort of why we say attention is the highest form of love, because when you yes. are paying minute attention, the wonder is so visible. There's such yes. a level of knowing or loving because mm-hmm. there's such a level of attention. It's what Dan was yeah. talking about uh, about the, about teeth, right? We love mm-hmm. it because we're there for. Every single mm-hmm. little detail. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's all very, very good and exciting. All so very I appreciate it. Thank you, Sherry. I think that's us. Thank that's you, us. Ashwini. Thank you, everybody. Go happy. Go happy.